Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're talking about how to stop working for clients for free. Now, when we're starting out in business, we're often so excited to have any opportunity to do the work that we love, the work that we are building our business around and becoming more established in. And we may offer what we have to do for free to those around us. Or when people kind of talk about um, needing perhaps some help in our area, we say, oh, I can totally help you with that. And it sometimes doesn't even cross our mind to charge for it. It can feel like such a positive, fantastic opportunity for us to be able to do this work and really exciting. And it can also benefit us by helping us build our confidence, our experience, our skills, our processes in this area. Soon when we do take on our first paying clients, so perhaps that reaches beyond the people in your immediate circle, friends, family, that type of thing. Often our eagerness to be able to do the work that we love and sometimes through an unhealthy desire to please our clients, we can allow more work than we first kind of thought we were going to be doing and perhaps agreed on to creep in. And perhaps we just didn't really have a clear agreement up front around how much work we were okay to do for the client. We can also feel as though we're just so grateful to our clients for choosing to work with us as we're starting out and for giving us this opportunity. We can kind of feel like I'm just so grateful and thankful to them. However, over time, and perhaps this is the stage that you're at right now, as you are doing free work or perhaps feeling like you are overworking and doing more work than you're being recognized and remunerated for, we can start to either resent our work and our business, our clients, or both. We can also find ourselves in a position that we actually don't have a lot of capacity to take on paid work and paid clients because we are doing free work or we are doing more work than we're really being remunerated for. So what do we do? How do we move away from working for free or overworking for what we are being paid by our clients. Well, in this episode, we explore exactly what steps you can take. Okay, so number one, if you are already doing things regularly for a client for free, what do we do? How do we change this? Now, I know that the thoughts that can kind of come up can be that, oh my gosh, but they're not gonna like me, they're gonna hate me, they're going to think, who is she to be doing this or who are they to be now charging? We can think they won't wanna work with me anymore. And I want to challenge you to think, what if that was okay? What if it's okay if they don't choose to continue working with you anymore? And what if those clients were the perfect clients for you as you were really getting started? They were the perfect clients for you when you were working for free or when your prices were perhaps lower than now what you want them to be. And perhaps they're just no longer the clients for you now as you grow. 
Now, I also want you to recognize and know that just because you increase your prices or start charging, the result is not that your clients will automatically leave and automatically stop working with you. I have raised my prices to clients and they have stayed with me to my surprise. (laughs) And my students have done the same to their absolute delight. They have got to that stage where they're kind of getting a little bit resentful around how much work they are doing. They have communicated to their clients that the price is going up and they have been pretty surprised and shocked when some of their clients continue to work with them. And the upside here is that you are now doing the same work for more amount of money. And you can imagine what this does to you and your confidence and your respect and your self-belief as a business owner as well. It's so powerful. Now, I just want to give you a little tip here around like how exactly you can do this. If you're like, yeah, okay, I know that I want to increase my prices with my existing clients. I want you to be willing and open and totally okay if some of those clients no longer keep moving forward to work with you. That has to be something that you are already accepting if you do raise your prices, knowing that it's not necessarily going to be the outcome, but you are in a position where you're totally okay with that. So communicate to your clients what's changing and a timeline around it. So you can say, okay, as of next month or next quarter or the next whatever it might be, this will now be this amount of money. And if clients decide that they no longer choose to continue working with you, totally amazing because you have just created more space for your next clients who will be there to work with you at this new level that you are at and at the new price that you are charging. And if your clients continue, decide to continue to keep working with you, amazing. You have helped them understand the value of what you are offering and they have chosen to continue and they still have a need to continue to work with you. Now, what if it's not a matter so much of you doing work for free for clients, but you are allowing a little bit of scope creep to come in? So what is this exactly? Well, this is when we might have an outline of the work that we're going to do and we just keep doing more work than what was in that outline. Now, I know this can happen because we might just want to be helpful and we're like, oh gosh, okay, they, they've asked for this. It's not really in the agreement, but I'll just go ahead and do that. We can think, oh, it won't take me that long. I'll just do that. We can also have the thought that I want the client to be happy with me. And that means that I need to say yes and do the things that that client wants, which is not the case at all. And perhaps you just don't feel like you have the confidence to actually say, oh, that's not actually included. So that will be extra. However, as you keep doing these things and allowing, because it is your role as the business owner, and your responsibility, it kind of lands on you here with the scope creep and more work than what you originally agreed upon. You can, like I said earlier, feel quite resentful around this to the client, to your business, to the work that you are doing. And also it is taking up your time, all these bits and pieces that you are doing that you're not being paid for, taking your time away from thinking about your business, marketing your business, selling in your business, taking on more clients. Now, I really think it's a learning process that we go through. I don't think we're ever really, really good at this to start out with. 
So what do we do when we start noticing, oh my gosh, okay, yeah, this is, this is becoming a bit of a habit or this is something I recognize that I've been doing and it's time for me to change this. I, I just, oh my gosh, it's such a powerful thing that we can do, okay? So we can communicate to the client. Perhaps they've said, oh, could you just add this in? Or I would also like this as well. We can remind them of, okay, that's not actually included in this project that we've agreed upon. But what I can do is offer this to you for this amount of money. You want to have really clear lines for you and your client. Now, if you're taking on new clients and you like, okay, I want to be really, really clear here, then make sure in your contract, in your quote, in your agreement, that you have been very detailed in terms of what is included. So you can come back to this and say, oh, okay, look, as you can see, it's not included in what I've already outlined, but it is an option that we can look at, or it's, it's just not an option that I actually offer. Something that you can do in your quotes and proposals is have the basically the base amount around what is covered. And then you can outline if you do choose that you would like this, because you might start to notice, and I'm sure you will, the things that clients then would like to add on top. For instance, if you offer web design, perhaps they would also like someone to write up the copy for them. And in the past, you might have thought, oh, it's just quicker if I just do this, or oh, I'll just write it up so this website gets done. And as your business grows, you're like, I don't have time to be writing all my clients copy for their website. This is just not something that I am willing to do anymore. And so you can include, okay, this is what's included in my package. If you do decide that you would like some copywriting, then this will be this additional cost, or this is who you can go to for some help with this. And having this clarity and these boundaries are so kind to your clients. I love it when I am given boundaries and clear guidelines as a client to the people that I work with, because it lets us know what is, what's in and what's out, what's okay to ask for, what's not okay. As humans, we like to know the parameters that we're working within. And when it's blurry, it's very hard to actually know like where are the guidelines here with what this project actually involves, okay? So know that boundaries are so kind and helpful to your clients. So we've looked at, if you're already doing things regularly for free for a client, how to, communicate that you'll now be charging. We've looked at the scope creep as well in terms of allowing more work to come in than what you initially agreed. So what about when the clients are friends or family? I know this can add a different element is here. And I think everyone is different. There's no right or wrong when it comes to if you choose to work with family and friends as clients. However, this is what I have found is that when we are growing our business, our paid work is often our priority. It just has to be, and it's just the case. When we do take on, let's say, lower cost work or free work for family or friends, naturally it can kind of go to the bottom of our importance and urgency list because we have our paying clients that are waiting on work for us. And so I actually think it's kinder for me, for my family and friends sometimes to say, look, I would go to this person, pay them and get what you need from them. I have also found that when I have granted access, for instance, to programs, to family and friends, they have not necessarily engaged or used them as well. So again, for their benefit and to be kind for them, I often will say, look, I would recommend you go see this person. 
I think the relationship could be quite different and the buy-in can be quite different as well. Not always, but as a generalization here, when people put something in, and in this case, we're talking about putting money down to get the result that they want. Perhaps if you have friends or family coming to you, you can say, look, I just don't have capacity. So I would really recommend you perhaps go see this person. You can say, I don't actually work with friends or family. Or you can say, great, I will put together a quote for you. And this might actually make them realize, oh, this person isn't gonna work for me for free. It's not gonna be a free thing. And here's the thing, when you start saying no to working for free, you will find so much acceleration in your self-confidence, in the respect that you have for your business, the respect that you have as a business owner. And when you start operating from this place of higher respect for yourself, your business, your work, those around you are going to recognize that. And the respect that they have and the value that they see in what you have to offer will also increase. So don't forget that pricing is marketing. And perhaps right now, the stage of marketing that you are at, you're in that kind of free or low, low cost or scope creep and doing a lot without being paid for it. And now you're at the stage where you're ready to go to the next level, to start charging for things you haven't charged for before, to increase your prices, to start saying no to working for free. This is going to be communicated through your marketing as well. And communicate that you perhaps take what you do more seriously and you recognize the value within it. You can totally do this, increase your prices, stop working for free, stop taking on clients that you don't really want to take on so that you can create that capacity for clients now who want to pay you. But first you have to start and it can feel a little scary. We can be worried about what the outcome is going to be when we have these conversations. It might feel hard, but keep going because it gets easier. To put these boundaries in place, to put these expectations in place, to communicate our prices. And soon, not only does it become way easier, but it becomes just normal for us. It becomes the way that you are in your business. You are no longer the person that perhaps buried their head in the sand when it came to having those conversations around, oh, but that's not actually included at what I have to offer, or oh, I kind of don't really want to keep working for this client for free. You will no longer be that person. As you start having these conversations, you start recognizing the changes that you want to make in your business and you start acting on those, even though it can feel a little scary. It's going to change the person that you are in your business and take you to that next level, ready to keep growing. You have got this and we'll speak soon. If you're having a hard time moving your followers to being clients, then you're going to want to come to my online class. We cover the three reasons that your followers are not converting to clients and the three simple strategies to turn this around. We're also covering how to become in demand with your ideal clients 
the three things that you need to be able to do this and help you recognize the gaps in your business and really the number one issue that's stopping you from booking more clients now and how to turn that around. So to register for the free workshop, go to emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. Now, if you are not yet booked out with clients, if you want more engagement, more inquiries, and more ideal clients coming your way, then you're going to want to join the Modern Marketing Collective. You can go ahead right now to emilyosmond.com forward slash collective. First of all, you're going to go through our 2K challenge to understand the simplest, fastest way for you to start making money in your business. Once you are making money, we then start moving you through the process to generate revenue consistently and to start reaching those $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 months without being pushy or sleazy with your marketing. So go ahead and join us emilyosmond.com forward slash collective and let's start making you more money in your business. And finally, if you are booked out with clients, you really have no more time or capacity. And now you know you want to help more people without working more hours and you want to do this through an online program, then you're going to want to join the waitlist for my scalable mastermind, which is reopening in early 2023. So to join the waitlist, I'm going to ask you a few questions as you put your name down on there so I can get to know you and your online program idea or the existing program a little bit more. Go to emilyosmond.com forward slash scalable, which is S-C-A-L-A-B-L-E. You will then be notified when applications for my mastermind reopens in early 2023. That's it from me. Have a wonderful week and we'll chat soon.